Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. got to be a good like movie quote about being so close but not quite like wow that's what we should have been looking up <laughs> so the, the, the one that always gets me is the uh it's from the wedding singer when they're doing the limo driving and he's like there were cones <laughs> like i don't remember that <laughs> like dude you killed like six people oh there were cones i don't remember that at all <laughs> wedding singer yeah really i'm almost positive like he's he's uh he wants like, uh, shit now you got me second guess myself whatever I don't remember. And that's the intro to that podcast. <laughs> They're getting better and better every day, folks. I actually don't. You know what? I don't care anymore. <laughs> you hear it here, folks. I don't care anymore. Tyler just does not care. You're not listening to us because of our super sick intros. I hope not. If you are, <laughs> you can get your priorities in line. <laughs> Seriously. Well, thank you for tuning in. This is Ben and Tyler from America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Primer Products. <laughs> Just keep getting better. <laughs> Just, I'm telling you, they've got our first intro, first ever. Like when we did it live on Facebook, that was the best one. That was the cleanest one. Yeah. It's the best intro. Because we probably had. had it wrote down and we we're like, okay, we need to sound like we actually kind of know what we're doing. And we were like kind of nervous. Yeah, and so we did we're it. Try right. to be professional. Now and we're just like, screw you all. Who cares about a freaking <laughs> intro? <laughs> if you don't like it, hit that. Hit that plus thirty seconds. <laughs> well, no, this one is going to take a little bit longer, so you may have to hit it twice. <laughs> gotcha. It might be uh, closer to sixty-nine yeah. seconds. If you know what I mean. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. This is Ben Tyler. So dumb. Bringing it back again. Let me get my. We are so I got wet my whistle. Okay, now we're ready to start. Yeah. <clears> okay. <throat> Cam, when you're editing this, that is actually part of the real intro. Let's get this podcast started. Let's get it started. Thanks for tuning in. This is Ben Tyler from America's Diesel Podcast, brought to you by Diesel Power Products, Spokane, Washington. 
We are the best. The Evergreen State. Fight me. Just going to say it. That's fine. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Make sure and check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button. That helps us, helps us get our analytics in there and figure yep. out how many listeners we actually do have. Uh, this is also on YouTube. Um, I'll be honest, guys. It's not super exciting to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's just two guys who are talking. Just Whatever. Just yeah. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I mean, sometimes we make faces at each other, but... Uh, I will say, if you are watching on YouTube, I greatly appreciate it. Uh, the best way to interact with us about episodes or comments or if you have feedback is on YouTube. Um, I do answer those comments usually every other day or so, um, but that is the best way to get a hold of us, the best way to leave your input, and the best way to show that people are actually seeing and listening and watching these podcasts. Yeah. Um, I know lots of people listen while they drive and whatnot, but the views that really help us are on YouTube. I know it sounds super cheap. But at the end of the day, that's that's how the system works, boys and girls. Yeah. So uh, we do appreciate all the views that we get. Uh, Tyler's going to hit you with some special information. Absolutely. Leave a five-star review on any of the platforms that Ben mentioned. Just take a screenshot of that. Make sure to include a picture of your truck and an address so we can send you a super sick sticker that looks just like the logo on our cups. Now, if you are watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see what kind of sticker you're getting. If you're just listening, you may not know. Actually, you probably do know because it's our logo. <laughs> so, wow. All right. And if you are watching, it may look like Ben and Tyler have not changed their clothes since the last podcast. You and I are wearing the exact same thing except my hat's are backwards. We? Yeah. I assure you we have changed clothes and gone home at least three or four times since the last podcast. I haven't. These are the same clothes. <laughs> my hat's backwards now, so my that's lucky cool. attire. Yeah. I promise I have more than one plaid shirt. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys all listening. Uh, if you have any questions or want to possibly have one of your questions answered on one of the podcasts, make sure and send that to either Ben or Tyler at Diesel Power. We, we, we have, have an email. God dang it. We're so dumb. Oh, so we actually have a real email address. What is it? Uh, we, <laughs> we have several. But the, the best one to send questions to is questions Ooh. at Ooh, America's Diesel podcast.com. I was going to say podcast at podcast uh, America's Diesel podcast.com. Is that one? No, no that's too not. many. It's too, too many, many podcasts. podcasts. Yeah. So okay. yeah. Yeah. So questions and that's plural. So questions at America's Diesel podcast.com. Yeah. We have yep. official email addresses now. Those all come to me and Tyler still. So if you have an old one, that's fine. But we're trying to funnel things through the proper channel so we can track this stuff better. Yeah. And get cooler content for you guys. I will say this. I'm getting a little excited about this. 2021 is going to be rad. We've got some big, oh, yeah. we got some big shit happening. Yeah, we we do. I mean, we've got big plans. Um, I mean, we're, ho we're what we're hoping is we're. I mean, we want to be on the forefront of the diesel, you know, industry podcast genre. Um, and so we're 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 trying to make some moves to make that happen. Bring you guys more content. Uh, I, you know, I don't know if there's any plans of us. Maybe releasing more than one in a week. I don't know. Who knows? Nobody yeah. knows. But there, there's, <laughs> a lot knows. Of, there's a lot of stuff kind of up on the air and in, in, in the, the works. pot right now and in the works. Um, yeah. Uh, we do have a pretty awesome media team here that's helping us out, making sure that we're all good, like getting us actual email addresses. Yeah. Me and Tyler have basically been flying by the seat of our parents for like, I don't know, about yeah, a, and, 90 episodes. And I'll be honest, it's, it's kind of tough because we, we obviously have a, you know, a day job <laughs> where we're, yeah. we're, you know, we're, we're, in this stuff all day every day and we, we you know especially ben he gets hundreds of emails uh it's super i mean especially for you i'm sure it's super hard to get back to everybody immediately i mean that's fairly difficult what 
My fingers hurt. My fingers <laughs> Exactly. So, so if you don't get a response right away or, you know, you send us a question and we didn't answer it, maybe just if you just listen to the podcast, your question, I promise, we'll get to all of them. We will. Uh, we'll try. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do our damnedest. We're going to uh, do our I, damnedest. I, I will say I have been yeah. getting a lot more uh, people calling in and wanting to talk directly to me because um, I listen to the podcast, and that's greatly appreciated. If I missed your call and you didn't leave a voicemail, I have no idea you called. Okay. Yeah. So you and, gotta leave your voicemail. And keep that in mind. We we do have you know four other techs that are that that are trained. They know this stuff. You know we have a high standard for uh, you know for the guys that we employ to to you know give you guys information. So you know feel totally feel comfortable talking with any of our sales guys. They'll they'll all treat you treat you the same as far as you know that you know taking care of you, getting your your answers to your questions, getting you your parts, whatever you need. Uh, and that's what they're there for. So, cool. Let's get this show on the road. So this episode is like the, the so close but not quite, or like they just it, products that just just missed a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, or yeah, products that were kind of cool back in the day that aren't around anymore for some reason or another. Whether it be a small company that just didn't have the manufacturing capability to keep up or or mm-hmm. the you know or the ability to, to to be profitable but they made cool parts um oh there's a couple of really cool stuff some of the stuff is before your time here yeah totally um and some of the stuff is i mean i've been here a while but some of this stuff kind of i guess fell off the face of the earth as i was kind of starting kind of a thing i mean mm-hmm. the first one would probably be the i was the, probably the closest one to die or the you know when I started working here, so yeah, like that. I I don't have any yeah. recollection of that at all. Yeah. Everything else on here, I can at least like I've seen a picture of it, I've touched it, I've heard about it. Yeah, this one I've literally only heard you talk about. I've never physically seen one. Yeah, I, like all I have is the description you're gonna paint in my head right now. Yeah, you with, know which one I'm talking about. Well, which your, one are you talking about? The Scotty intake. Okay. Yeah, with <laughs> with your with your beautiful words. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Songbird uh, of our generation. <laughs> so, okay. So. So yeah, mix of Jesus and Fergie. <laughs> <laughs> if you're new to our podcast, there's a lot of movie quotes, and a yeah. lot of them are from Will Ferrell movies. Yeah, and namely the other guys. Yeah, so <laughs> deal with or, it. Or Step Brothers. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that. Okay, right, yeah, everyone. that one was Step Brothers. I know. Okay, okay. all right, all right, okay. <laughs> but you put Step Brothers up against the other guys, and I tell you, that's yeah. a hard. <laughs> that's a hard. That's a hard one. That's that is that is. <sighs> all right, let's okay. get into it. Yeah. All right, the first one on here. I would, if I was a gambling man, I'd say that a lot of people listening to this probably have never heard of this intake. Guilty. It's, it was called the Scotty 2 cold air intake system. Tell me about it, Tyler, because I have no idea what That's all right. <laughs> okay, so this this intake system, so it was kind of a, I'd put it in like the fad category. It was kind of like a... Because it was a really unique design. Now you're thinking to yourself, Tyler, how unique can a cold air intake system be? <laughs> <laughs> so this intake system had uh, basically like the stock tube on, and this was specifically for the second gen Dodges, okay? Because I don't think they, I don't know, I can't remember if they made them for a third gen or not. I'm pretty sure it was just second gen. Well, it, hold on before you get too far because yeah. I can enlighten this one uh, for those of you that had never seen a performance intake or an intake on a second gen ram they they basically have like a 180 curve almost yeah. in a hose they, like it comes out of the turbo and then the the intake block is basically like the top left corner of the engine yeah it's sandwiched between the cowl and the battery basically yeah. is where the okay. intake box would would be but th- so you'd have 
basically, like I, I can't remember if it came with a tube or not. I don't think it did. I think it reused that tube, that like sort of corrugated tube that would come off the mm-hmm. turbo and do that 180. But then there would be this box that was, mm, I don't know, 20 inches long, right around there, that would that would sort of butt up to the cowl under the hood. So it's it, if you were standing on the passenger side, you know, like the passenger side fender of the truck and someone popped the hood, you would see this, like sort of this cylinder that would sit where the intake box would, you know, it's, it would mm-hmm. say like Scotty two air intake or something like that on mm-hmm. it. it. It had a, it would draw air from the regular side of the, you know, where your, the little hole in your fender well is, but, but it would require you to drill a four inch hole in your firewall. <laughs> you would, it would pull air from the cowl. Okay. So it would, and the whole, the whole theory behind that is, is that's the coldest it's the coldest air, and it's 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 sort of like a dead space. There's no, tur- it's not turbulent. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because okay. it's just you know you're pulling from the cowl. Yeah. Uh, turbo noise on that thing was, it, they were crazy. Well, I, I bet it was like <laughs> it's basically plumbed directly into your cab. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, it, it a lot. Of, I I heard I when I was looking on like forums and stuff because I was I was trying to find a good picture of one and I was trying to find trying to figure out what happened to him. And uh, everybody, everybody on the forums is talking about like, yeah, they're they're super cool, but your wife will hate it because <laughs> it's just like it's at her seat. It's at her seat. With her and events, like, <laughs> yeah. And you would there would be this giant like you know c- cylindrical filter in there, and yeah, you drill a four inch hole in your freaking cowl, and you and you <laughs> that's where it pulls air from. All right. Hey, I don't know. I actually had one for my second gen, um, when we were at our old shop because. Brian had like parts yet because we used to sell them mm-hmm. and there was, I don't know, a couple boxes of like parts of intakes in our little loft that we had at our old shop. And, and, uh, I found like a complete kit and Brian's like, you just have it. <laughs> they don't even make them anymore. You just have it. And, and so I had this, but I never, I never installed it. So it was mm-hmm. just like, uh, oh, well, cause I had uh, S and B. Um, but Hey, you know, Scotty, Scotty too. The name is kind of odd. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming the maker. His name is Scotty. Let's <laughs> go. So. I got an idea for an intake. What are we can call it. Oh, shit. Um, who made it, Scotty? Scotty. Scotty Scott. intake. Scotty. Wait, wait, is this the first one or the second one? Yeah, first one sucked. Second two. <laughs> Scotty, Scotty two. two. <laughs> Done. <laughs> so, if you guys get a second, go online and, and try check them out. There, like I said, it was kind of unique. It was is different. There's I I can't think of another intake that requires you to drill a giant hole in your anywhere really <laughs> um so yeah there's that that's the first one that's kind of cool i mean th- th- that's not the only intake that we have on there pulling from a weird spot yes so this next one this thing actually i don't think it's the manufacturer's fault at all i think it comes down to the truck i agree <laughs> <on this one. laughs> like they, if if the truck was around longer i think it would have sold for sure. Way more. So back or, in the day. Or if they kept that body style. Yeah, if they kept that body style. Yeah, because, I mean, they might. Well, I guess they probably. Well, maybe they could have with the. We're talking about a 6.4 Ford. If, if you didn't get the hint on that one, because it's like the shortest run yeah. to run of a truck. Anyways, uh, BD. These guys, uh, they always make great parts. So I'm not whatsoever bashing this part. I actually really like this part. And it actually won a SEMA award mm-hmm. for, like, the best new product back in the day. Um, so on the six four power strokes, that side vent 
on the passenger side. The big badass side vent, yeah. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah. And that I think from factory they pulled in air from through that vent, did they not? You got me on that one, I don't know. I'm pretty sure they did, but, but you know. That's neither here nor there anymore. We have the, we have the power. <laughs> we have the technology. Yeah, you okay. figure that out. But anyways, you would replace that side vent on your on your F two fifty or three fifty on that passenger side with a with a scoop. It was an actual like little scoop piece that would snap in. So as you're driving, basically like a Ram Air. It was pretty cool. She's looking it up right now. I'm not finding an immediate answer, and I feel bad because I want to talk more because I think it's like super interesting. I'm pretty sure it did, like from factory pulling. Oh, we're idiots. <laughs> Why don't we already know this? Yeah. <laughs> here, here we go. Like this there is go. this is my googling skills right here. Okay, yeah. <laughs> does the 6.4 power stroke power strokes one word? I know. Okay. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Air from the emblem. Should I say emblem? Yeah. Vent from. We'll say emblem. And the verdict is. Do 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 Third hit. Doot. How to pull the cab on a six four power stroke. <laughs> And that's the reason why that that part does not exist anymore. <laughs> Fourth link, why the 6.4 is so awful. <laughs> oh, God. I, and I don't want to bash on anybody out there that has a 6.4 because they are, they are a, <laughs> they're a wicked engine for a short amount of time. From blown to bulletproof, <laughs> permanent solutions for a 6.4. Is that a 6.7 swap? <laughs> uh, I don't see anything. Okay, so anyways, I, yeah, super sure. cool, super cool design. They were cool looking. Like, that's a, that's a cool product. Mm-hmm. I bet, bet you it was relatively cheap to make. It was relatively cheap to buy. And heck, you get yourself a little Ram air intake. How well, cool. That, and it's like, it's factory compounds. Feed it as much air as possible. Absolutely. Just feed Just me, feed baby. it. Just yeah. feed that time bomb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, guys. Quick, quick sidebar on 6.4s. If this is your first we episode. Should, you know, we should do a full episode on 6.4s. I know. We need to. We Every time we talk about doing a full 6.4 episode, it spirals into us just talking a bunch of shit and making up <laughs> fake storylines about how the 6.4 came around, which maybe we just need to do. Yeah. But it, it basically needs to be, we need to have a serious one, and then we also need to have yeah, a- Yeah, remember when it was, uh, so it was Jeff, Jeff with a 6.4, or the 6.0, the 6.4 should be G-Hoff. <laughs> yeah, G-Hoff. <laughs> Or a distant cousin. Or, you know, <laughs> Jeff's, Jeff's foreign cousin, and it's like J E A O U F F or something. Yeah, J Hoff. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But uh, yeah, th- that'll be for another episode. I'm sorry, six four guys. I'm not trying to. And I'm talk sorry, shit. people named Jeff. Uh, yeah, for real. <laughs> Nothing against you. Yeah, you know, I'll let you do this. Uh, well, I, we're using my list here. I don't know why, because my list is just like a, you know. <laughs> okay, so. Really long piece of paper. <laughs> yeah, yours and mine are in a little bit different order. So, what do you have next on your list? Uh, I think you start out with that one. Okay, yeah. So the next one is actually this happened relatively recently. I mean, it was like relatively recently pulled off the market, and this is one of the first products that, like, once I got into the diesel industry. So, like, in our the Sullivan uh, warehouse that we had, mm-hmm. um, I think I had been working there less than two months when this came out. And yeah. they sent us one, and I straight up just opened the package. I remember Cooper came in. He's like, who 
opened <laughs> the package to the load leash. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, me? Yeah. <laughs> Why? I was like, someone called in. They had questions. And it was literally sitting right there. And yeah, I just want to check it out. <laughs> it was, it was 5.15 in the morning, and no one was here. Yep. So I, I opened the box. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I was like, oh, okay. Did you, did, is everything back in? I'm like, yeah, it's all back in there. I swear. Okay. <laughs> so that's all I want to know. I'm over there, like thinking to myself, I did a good job. Yeah, yeah. So by pack break, called a load leash. Now this is one of the products that I really thought was gonna like seriously take off, especially with the way that the EPA is clamping down on our industry. Like this is something that I'm very surprised that wasn't a super popular part because yeah. pack break did a ton of R and D on this. A ton of R&D. I mean, this thing was in the works. I remember probably like two or three years before even, like, that's when yeah. I just heard about it was like, you know, two or three years before it came out. Like, oh, they're, they're making an actual engine break. Like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I I don't. So here's I my, felt like if they, if they would have just held on for like maybe yeah. like a couple more months, just hold on. Yeah. So I, I think that they were a little ahead of their time. And it just didn't, for sure yeah. just didn't quite like I, I think if they if it never got released but then they released it in like a year from now it take off yeah and the reason behind that is deletes were still very easily found for a very very long time when this came out because this has to be used with a VDT style turbo mm-hmm. um, and most people when they start deleting these trucks they get away from the VDT style turbo and then they put a traditional style exhaust brake on there yeah which is okay I get that that's fine but then this doesn't work. Now, with the EPA clamping down really hard um, and emissions deletes becoming harder and harder and harder to find, they're, and if guys are looking for more stopping power, their emissions are intact. They're, and if your emissions are intact, you're running a VGT-style turbo. And if you're running a VGT-style turbo, you cannot run a traditional butterfly valve exhaust brake. Yeah. So your only option to increase braking power is the load leash. Yeah. And... The guys that are towing and they, they just didn't know about the product. Um, I bet you they had no idea. And they're still, deletes are still able to be, they're going like day by day. They're getting harder to find, which yeah. is fine with me. Yeah. Um, but the if they released it like and marketed it as like, you know, basically. If they released it this year. Yeah. Or last year, I should say last year. All these new Cummins owners uh, or guys that are buying these used trucks that are emissions <laughs> intact and they're trying to figure out how to get more stopping power out of it. This is the jam. It bolts right up, and it the stopping power is insane. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it's, it it actually is kind of sad because it, this is a really like I said, it's a really cool part. Um, and they're 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 gone. They're gone. Yeah. They're gone. It, no, it, just, it looks cool, man. Like it, they look cool, yeah. and it, it you know it's like I said, there's a ton of engineering that went into that part. Like that's 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 a it was a pretty wicked setup. So sad to see that pack break stop doing that sucks but you know it is what it is yeah. it is what it is all right this next one is another one that you have not seen before and i actually just r- recently oh, yeah. looked yeah. this up to see if this company was still around i think they are but i didn't find the part any longer but i actually had one of these on my on my second gen yeah. so there's a company called cfm plus all right <laughs> There's, I'll tell you why I didn't like this thing in a second here, but it was a composite intake manifold. Okay. Okay. So when you so like when I say composite, yeah. what do you what do you com, what do you think of yeah, plastic? Carbon or something like that, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so basically, it was a plastic intake manifold, right? The cool part about it: super cheap, like really cheap. 
And if you're into weight savings, it's <laughs> super light. <laughs> if you're into weight savings on your three-quarter ton truck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, no, it was really cool. I had a bunch of ports on the back for water, meth, nitrous, whatever, boost, whatever you wanted on, on the backside. Like I said, it was super cheap. It was available in multiple colors. Off the top of my head, I can remember red, white, carbon, black, and I think silver um, was the colors. I didn't... <sighs> I had one, yes. I I actually bought one from a buddy because he got one for his 12-valve, and he didn't like it, and he just gave it to me. And I, But I had a 24-valve. Mm-hmm. It, it's, I made it work. Yeah. You know, I was a, I was 19 years old, wanted an intake manifold. Looks cool when you pop the hood. <laughs> Anyways. Makes it feel good. But it was like this plastic material, and you felt like you were going to break it every time you took one of the, took one of the uh, little plugs out of the back. Like, cause you, like they're stuck in there, right? And you feel that like little pop, like there's, plastic. It's just like, man. just certain things that shouldn't be composite. Things yeah. like intake manifolds and upper control arms. Yeah. And lower control arms. There's plastic upper and lower control arms for a fucking... Really? On trucks. I want to say, is it the new eco-diesels? That's like insane. The, the new news? Like, they're, they're composite arms. Bro. Jeez, that's scary. Like, I, I get that I'm sure... Obviously, it had to pass certain tests to be able to do that. But certain things, like... Call me old school or whatever. Yeah, whatever like, happened to good old American steel. But there's just certain things in my head that are just like, man, I feel, yeah. I feel like that just should not be plastic. Yeah. And I'm sure they're just as strong, but, you know, whatever. Now, they had a carbon fiber look, one, but it wasn't carbon fiber. Now, if it was carbon fiber... That'd be kind of tight. That'd be kind of tight. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, I'll be down with that. Anyway, so that was uh, kind of one of, those, one of those ones that just kind of fell off the map. Mm-hmm. This next one... This one, I'm actually, I, I was actually really disappointed that these guys stopped. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this is like just before I started. Just before. Yeah. There is a company that made gauges, okay? Mm-hmm. Like your ISPROs, your autometers, your, you know, your pillar with your three gauges, four, whatever you want. It was a company called, Di- now there's a few different ways to pronounce this that I've heard. I call it diaper call. Um, these gauges were the absolute nicest gauges that I have ever felt. Mm-hmm. They were a metal body, so like the back of the gauge was metal, had a metal bezel, and it had a nice convex glass, like actual glass lens on it. Nice. So when you held that gauge in your hand, like, and I'm not talking down on Ispro, like Ispro makes great gauges. They do use plastic, okay? I, I, I'm sure it's because it's way cheaper yeah. <laughs> you know um, and it's the back of the gauge so it's like you don't even see it anyways i think they use a, a, a like a tin metal bezel, bezel on yeah, some yeah. Of them. Yeah. um but it but this whole this the gauge the weight of the gauge was just like you just held it in your hand and you know when you hold something heavy like that's a cool part you're like wow yeah. that's quality yeah, yeah, yeah. you know you, you don't expect it to maybe it's like a piece of gold you know it's like yeah. oh that's I know that's worth some money. Like, <laughs> you just, it just had that feel to it. So, it, these guys actually kind of when I started, I think I started in like started working here in what twenty ten ish, right around twenty ten, and and these guys were kind of going out the door. Um, we stocked these gauges again. They were so nice, so mm-hmm. nice. Like. I wish other, I wish there was a manufacturer that made a gauge that was, but I get why they don't because everybody's going to digital, everybody's going to an edge, everybody's going to something, mm-hmm. you know, an Easy Link or something like that. Which 
you got to, you know, that's just something that happens with the times. You, but You almost think that maybe, and this is no disrespect to the gauge makers out there, where that since everybody is going to that digital, that the people that do want the analog are willing to, to pony up for like the sure. real proper. Well, they want a good looking like gauge. Analog, you know? Yeah. It, yeah. It was, it, it was one of those things where it's just like, man, I, I kind of understand why they probably weren't mm -hmm. in business anymore. It's because it probably was really expensive to make. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, so it's just one of those things that kind of just goes, goes with time. All right. All right. So this next one, this is actually one of the first calls that I got at the old building that like fully stumped me. <laughs> like this guy called in like, and I'm, I was still new at the point. I was green. And this guy's asking for something. I'm like, I don't see it on the website. I don't, I think you were at lunch or something like that. And I'm just like, sir, there, there's nothing here. And I got like, I don't want to call it like, like dadded, but he, he's like, I think he literally said like, son, is there someone else that's worth their longer than you? <laughs> and seriously? Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like yeah, trying but... not to be an asshole or anything like that. But I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, I've been here like three, four months or something like that. Like, yeah. But I also know like if it's not on the website, like we don't have it. We don't freaking have it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he's just like out of me. He's like, no, I've picked them up there in Spokane. You have had them there. I saw them on your website. The guy holding them in the picture is the owner of the company. That's the product I'm looking for. And I'm scouring the website. I'm like, what's uh, going on here? Like, yeah. Am I missing something? Yeah. So he, what he's talking about is the tag or the turbo air guide. Yeah. Little backstory on the tag. Okay. So back in the day, the diesel power products, diesel power products used to be in like Lewiston. We call it the Tri-Cities area, which is... It's not uh, Lewiston. Not Lewiston. Yeah. Uh, um, Pasco. Okay. Yeah. Pasco, Kennewick. Yeah. Yeah. The, so we call the, the, it's called like the Tri-Cities area. Richland. There's Pasco, Kennewick, yeah. Richland. Yeah. There's like these three towns in southern Washington that are like right there they call it tri-cities anyways that's where diesel power products kind of started and it was uh the the guy that started was his name was Dave Maheen and this was kind of his product that he made uh, I don't know if you, I was gonna <laughs> I'm such an idiot I was gonna ask like have you guys heard like like you're there like talking <laughs> I was gonna ask you guys a question and expecting a response but there's nobody here. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if, if you guys remember, like, uh, I, you know, I, <clears throat> I kind of grew up watching like power block on, mm -hmm. yeah, what yeah. was it on spike TV or, uh, what yeah. was it before? Anyways, they, they always have like those commercials during the breaks of those shows of like the tornado, the yeah. blah, 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 yeah. where you put this thing in your intake and it spins the air and does this. <laughs> woo. Um, this is along the same lines as that. I, I get the idea behind mm -hmm. it. Um, I don't want to call it like a snake oil product or something like that, but it's just, it's along the same lines of a tornado. Okay. <laughs> so but it's like the exact it's, opposite. It's the opposite of a tornado. It's not spinning the air. It's actually straightening it out. So yeah. basically what it was, was a, a metal. Well, they, some of them were, they used to be plastic, which we, they had problems with those ones. But <laughs> it was this piece that would fit nicely into the, basically the front of the turbo. It would go right into your intake pipe that would attach to the turbo. And it would be this sort of small honeycomb sort of looking piece that was probably, I don't know, three or four inches wide. Yeah, so it, the uh, the honeycomb section was just under four inches because I have one on my desk. Now. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, For, uh, yeah it was and, uh, art. Yeah, the, whole, the entire <laughs> length of it is probably like four inches or if so. That, yeah. yeah, and so anyways, the air would 
you know, come from your intake and it would go through the tag and the tag would straighten the air out, I guess Mm -hmm. is the (laughs) proper term. It would straighten the air out. So when it would hit that, the compressor wheel, it would not have any turbulence. So it would be Mm -hmm. smooth. It's supposed to make it smoother and Mm -hmm. and more efficient and spool faster and, and all these things. And th- and there are some guys that like swore by it. Swear like they they will never it, buy a truck without one of these on. They have to put them on every single one of them. It was featured in a lot of the old TDR magazines. Um, it's just one of those things that was just kind of there was no there was never any re- refinement done to it. Like and Dave, I think stopped making them, and so they just kind of just stopped. They just were done because when 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 Brian bought the business, I don't he did. I think he. You know, I don't even know for sure. I don't know if he like bought the rights to tag or mm-hmm. if we were just buying them. I think we we're just buying them from Dave because it was still Dave's product. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it, I I sold quite a few of them back in the day when I first started here. When we were out of Brian's house, like we we stocked them. We had a whole whole bunch of them. And then, like I said, he just stopped making them, and then just kind of kind of fell off the map. So randomly, we were cleaning out the shop, and we did find a box that had like five <laughs> or ten of them in there. So if any of you dinosaurs are actually watching or listening to this podcast, and, and I don't mean to sound super offensive right now, but I doubt any of you are because most yeah. TDR guys don't know what the internet is. <laughs> and uh, But if you are, uh, okay, I'm an a-hole. Like, I get that. But uh, we have a few. I mean, if people want them, make a great deal. I mean, or just... I don't me. even know which ones we do have. And the one that I've got is kind of a little effed up, so yeah. you don't want that one, but... Yeah, I, I mean... I, mean, I don't want to open the floodgates on that, but like we have a <laughs> yeah, few. <probably. laughs> and if you're local, maybe come look at it and uh, for, I don't know, see if it'll fit. Yeah. Whatever. But we'll, yeah, we'll do something cool with that. Um, so what do you have next on your list? Next on the list is the Bully Dog TPFs. Once again, just slightly too early. And I don't think they made them for enough trucks. Yeah. They made them for a 6.4 per stroke. Again, too small of a year. And they made them for like, like 07, early Cummins. Yeah, 07 to 10. Something like that. Yeah, it was like the early emissions intact um, uh, Cummins trucks. And I think the guys that would have actually paid to have that on their truck are the later model trucks. Like the yeah. D- the trucks that had DEF, which didn't technically have so many issues with their DPFs. But the guys that were more willing to put money into those trucks because they were newer and nicer. The earlier emissions intact trucks, those things got deleted like ASAP. Like and and I'm not saying I condone deleting or but I understand like I understand yeah. why people did that with the earlier ones because they they it was a new system yeah it wasn't good and I actually just recently saw and I don't know if this is a company that I, that I don't know if they were buying them from Bully Dog I, I don't know I, they're probably not buying them from Bully Dog Bully Dog was probably getting them from somewhere else because the, the design that they had on those DPFs was it's a cool design the. Like we'll take an 07 and a half to 10 DPF, for instance. So mm-hmm. when, you, if you, when you look at one, it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, big and round in the middle and they taper off on either side. Uh, it's all welded. Um, but the filter is just in that big section, the big middle part of that, of the DPF filter. Right. So like when I worked at a dealer, <laughs> I still get a crack out of this every time I, I think about it. Like there was a, like a service bulletin for if someone had a clogged DPF, they literally told you to take it out of the truck and bang it on the ground to clean it out because in order yeah, to actually clean it with a little bit of air yeah. <laughs> like really <laughs> anyway it's like it was the most awkward thing like 
I took a DPF out and I'm like, doom, 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 doom. <laughs> I'm looking at it, I'm like, I it says to do that. That's all the computer says, man. <laughs> I don't know. Because um, the problem with it is to actually clean those, they have to cut them open. Okay. They have to mm-hmm. cut out those flanges and then they put it in the machine. It cleans it and then they re weld the ends on. Well, the big rig industry, and that's, I think, where Bully Dog kind of yeah. took a, uh, you know, took a note from, I guess. Uh, in the big the big part where the filter actually is they're they're v-banded which is super awesome for cleaning like you it, just it blows my mind that they wouldn't think to do that and they still don't and they still you know? don't like i don't get it I, I think the factory just doesn't want aftermarket dpfs you know performance dpfs on these trucks but it you know well i mean even to cut down on service time and service intervals having something that v-bands in and out <laughs> for like, sure how how is it profitable to tell some a guy to like Take this thing, cut it apart, clean it, weld it back together. When during manufacturing, you just easily spend a fl- you know, weld a flange on instead of a little of, yeah. bit extra, put a flange on it, and cut down your service time by a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. Therefore, making your techs happier, they're able to service more things more often. And, and if folks pro- come in, they're not like, "Yeah, we got to clean this." Cool. How long does that take? Three days. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a thirteen-hour job to clean a filter. Yeah. Like, well, they have to cut the ends off and weld it back on. You have got to be kidding me. Yeah. It, like if I if I didn't know about that and someone told me that, I'd be like, you're lying. Yeah. Imagine how much cheaper DPFs would be if you could just exchange your DPF. Like, oh, my DPF's full. Let me let me unclamp this one and I'll clamp in a new one. You take my old one as a core and you clean that and then we just keep on doing this yeah. fun game when it gets full. Like, that's how I feel like it. It. it I, I have a feeling this is gonna. This isn't over yet. No. With these, because. No. I was looking the other day and actually I think I saw a post on either Facebook or Instagram that there was another company it it honestly looked like GDP. they took is that who it was? GDP, okay. Yeah. It looked like they just took a bully dog one and put their logo on it. It does, <laughs> like, yeah. It looks identical. So I, th- I think bully dog maybe and this is all speculation, okay? Yeah. I don't know how this We don't have any went inside down. info on But this if right. I had to guess, because I do think Bully Dog was not necessarily manufacturing them on their own. They may have been outsourcing. Oh, them. I'm sure. Not to like China or something like that, but just no, like there's, someone else is making them. I was yeah. looking when the DPF stuff started, you know, coming out, I was actually, I remember one time at the old, old shop mm-hmm. uh, in the Valley, I Googled like performance DPF filters. And I, I found filters that are like clamped in. I'm like, mm-hmm. why can't this work? Like, that looks like that would work. Like, why, why wouldn't it? But I, uh, I think bully dog may have let their rights or their patent or their time to exclusively use that design expire without honestly making a go of it. Yeah. Or they maybe didn't think what was going to happen with the industry, you know, yeah, which actually is, which did, is you understandable. Know. Like, yeah. It, it may be clear as day to you and I, but you know, company politics are always different and stuff like that. Sure. And then, you know, when that, when it came up for grabs, GDP was like, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and who knows? Maybe they'll run with it, and they'll they'll promote it properly, and it'll sell a shit ton. That's fine with me. I mean, the biggest thing is the price on it. The price yeah. oh, needs yeah. to come down, but yeah. it, it might have an initial like you know get you in cost might be up there mm-hmm. because you have to buy it. You do have to buy a whole filter because you need those ends that have the V bands on it so you can replace it. But after that, it should be way cheaper, especially if you're keep this truck for a long well, time and imagine being able to unbolt your dpf and clean it yourself I'm well not, i'm not saying that would be like the dealership type clean but you can at least open it up and be like yeah that ain't right and you know so, so when i when some air through it or something. <laughs> when the um 
when the EPA really started clamping down on this stuff, I was I was thinking, I was like, hmm, I can get a little side hustle going on maybe. How much is a DPF cleaning machine? Like, could I just go around or like, or just, or just advertise, just be like, I clean DPFs. Like, bring me your DPF, I'll clean it. Yeah. Machines, machines no, like ten grand. No, no install. No <laughs> yeah, install. No install. Yeah. But you know, I mean, heck, I, that's how I was. I was thinking. I was like, man, I could buy a DPF cleaning machine. And like, I can make some money. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but it, the machine is is super expensive, and it's it's something you you do want a proper machine to clean those things out because you're not going to get if you just bang it out and throw some air in it, you're not going to get everything out. It's probably going to plug up, you know, twice as quick. <laughs> so, so just you know, be that, cautious. That's your. Just got to get back on the road, table. Right, yeah. for sure. All right, what you got? All right. Um, this one was a fairly recent one, too. Uh, oh, H&S yeah. Motorsports made a uh, eco-diesel engine oil cooler. Okay. This this one, because – all right, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a lead on this one. Yeah, go for it. Because <laughs> I, I still get calls on this to this day. Is So we we teamed up with H&S and, and when Cooper has eco-diesel and got you know some cool eco-diesel parts going. Um, both of them fell by the wayside, but the one that we thought would actually hang around and be profitable and people would buy a lot of was the oil cooler. Yeah. We knew the compound setup wasn't going to last very long. That's yeah. fine. We, it was fun while it lasted, but right. the, the oil cooler setup, you know, once we started doing research on these eco-diesels and we found out that they do have oil temperature issues. Yeah. I know yours didn't, but most do. And they they are sensitive engines when it comes to. Well, any engine, once you yeah. start getting oil past its breakdown point, you lose lubricity mm-hmm. and if you listen to the episode with us with our with our shapers guy i mean that's it's bad yeah. <laughs> it's bad for and everything <laughs> a lot of these eco diesel owners are uh new to diesel i would say and a lot of them are expecting a lot out of their half ton diesel trucks yeah they see i have a diesel truck they don't see i have a half ton diesel truck yeah so in their minds diesel truck i can tow a house yeah. And they're working their trucks really friggin' hard and their oil temps are going through the roof. Yeah. And once they start realizing this, then their next step is like, well, I got to find an oil cooler. And we sold them like hotcakes when we had them. And then they just like dropped off. No one wanted them. We, we yeah. had them and then we, like, we had a whole bunch on the shelf for a while. And it took like three years yeah. to get through them. And so we discontinued them. Yeah. And no one was buying them. And now, of course... Calls. Now, now all of these, I don't want to say like secondhand eco diesel guys are not getting eco diesels, but they're getting out there a little bit of mileage and issues are now more known. It's known they have oil temp issues. We get calls weekly. You guys have one of these laying around? No. Well, how come you just continued him? No one bought them. Well, why not? These have terrible oil temp issues. <laughs> we I know. <laughs> we tried. We made ads. We made yeah. podcasts. We made episode. We made. <sighs> We made all kinds of stuff trying to tell people, hey, watch out for your oil temp issues. Yeah. Buy this cooler. And then people call in, how much is that cooler? Like, it's like 900 bucks. Like, I'm not spending 900 bucks on a cooler. It's like, it's like, it's just, it's not like you just run hoses and put the cooler out front and you're good to go. Like you need, there's a whole billet. There's like this whole machine block that you needed. I mean, it was, it was a cool kit and it worked great. It worked fantastic. But again, one of those things, the demand's not there. It's a, it could be a, it could be an awesome idea. If nobody's going to buy it, it ain't going to hang around. That's true. Unfortunately. I mean, I'm, uh, I'd like to say that we could make parts that we just want to make, but at the end of the day... If nobody's going to buy it... 
it, we're a business. Yeah. You know, <laughs> as, as much as I like to just talk to people on the phone, we're a freaking business. We got to keep the lights on. If we want to keep giving people good support, yeah. we got to keep making money. Yeah. <sighs> okay. What's next? Well, yeah, I have one on here. I don't even know. You know, it was this was the last one that okay. the gauge background one. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of yeah. stupid. It's kind of stupid. It's stupid. We're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna wrap this thing up. But I, there are some that we have to be missing. Oh yeah, um, we were racking our brains all day today trying to remember stuff. Trying to I I even went on our Facebook page and tried to go down to like pictures like yeah. or like way back when because you know anything cool that you know we got we took pictures of and posted yeah. on facebook or whatever so i was like trying to find something and i couldn't find anything it was I, i'm sure there's some we're missing yeah i wish i remembered more if you know of any uh <laughs> yeah youtube comments that's the best place to put them we want to hear about them yeah if you have experiences with them like put them in there if if it's too long for a comment shoot us an email uh, we'd love to hear about stuff that or if you've had any of these and you're still using them to this day, or you're like, like you're yeah. If you got a Scotty two air intake still on your truck, send us a pic. <laughs> yeah, I, I help me understand how this thing looks. I've yeah. never seen one. Or if you still have a CFM intake that is not broken <laughs> because you've taken it on and off eighteen thousand times. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we'd love to see them. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that's gonna about. It's kind of cool to look back on this stuff and like you know, yeah. it's, it makes me feel old <laughs> it makes like, you feel a little bit seasoned you yeah. know and, and obviously you know tyler's way more seasoned than i am i'm yeah. still a young buck compared to him yeah um <laughs> but yeah this stuff it's kind of cool to look back on and i'm interested to see what in the next like five six years what new parts we, yeah what new parts be, come out yeah. or but when uh when we have this conversation in like five six years or something like that when it's going to be stuff that we're like selling like hotcakes today yeah you know like is we were going to talk about the, the light bar mounts, like yeah. roof mount, light bar mounts. That was – we actually talked about that in uh, it's diesel it's fad. fad. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like a, it's like a uh, man bun. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a man bun thing. Thought you were cool for a while, but nah, dude. <laughs> nah. It's not that cool, man. <laughs> it's not that cool. Anyways, yeah. uh, we, thank you guys for watching. Make sure to uh, click subscribe, leave your reviews, give everybody high fives, be nice to each other, and uh, – We'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.